dog. Johnny, slide me in. All right, that's game, kids. Put it over. That's game. Hell yeah. Fuck you. All right, it's W. Welcome to the Poor Time Podcast. It's your boy, Frank Zamisa, and I'm here with K-Mac. And I want to get that started, like, right away, K-Mac. I fucking hate it. I'm here with, I bowl uh, well to it, but... I'm here with JV, Johnny well. Vega, Junior Varsity. You. How you doing? And uh, uh, we've got a guest here, uh, Justin O'Shea, uh, a good friend of the podcast. He's our uh, our liquor expert, <laughs> and he's going to be here for a very special episode of the podcast. We're also joined by the Mothman in the corner. A very wow. special episode of the podcast. This is going to be what we call story time with uh, the Poor Timing Podcast, and uh, we'll elaborate a little bit further, but it's good to see you guys today. The you real too. Connecticut haunting. Yes, the, <laughs> it's the haunting in Connecticut. The um, real one. Mm-hmm. I've actually never heard this story front to back, so I'm very excited. And I've, o- I've only heard it in chunks. It's not as good a story as it is a terribly frightening story. Okay. Yeah, and it's never been quite documented like this. Yeah, and this I don't is... know if it's, it's more of an epic tale than a story. Right. Okay, It's got layers... If you Worst sat through if you sat through eight movies of Harry Potter, you're gonna love this. Yeah. <laughs> there were side quests going on. Right. There really were. <laughs> Things were happening before we even went on the trip. Any, anything you guys need to uh, get off your chest before we get into the story? I do not accept any liability. Yeah. The oh, statutes okay. of limitations are, are passed, yeah. so you're good. I right. plead the fifth for the whole story. <laughs> I just want to say before we get started that I didn't wear a hat in case anybody was questioning whether or not my hair was still as luxurious as it was. It looks good. It's it looks still good. anyone who thought I was balding because I was wearing a hat. Fuck you. My shit's perfect. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> my I, shit's I perfect. One, I for one am balding, and that is why. I'm <laughs> All right, so Connecticut. We're, uh, let me set the stage for you. The reason a group of our friends, which we'll name momentarily, is headed to Connecticut is uh, a portion of us are in a band and we're going to play a show. And we can get into more details as we move on, but we're going to start the day with that. We're in a band. We're going to a show. Holmes, why don't you tell us about the van rental processes? That's really where it began. All right. So basically, you had to be a certain age to rent the van. I forget the age, but I was the only one. 21. Of, yeah. I guess I was the only one who was 21 to rent it. So we basically rented a 15-passenger like church van <laughs> and brought it to my house and ripped all the seats out of it so we could fit all the, the band equipment in. <laughs> and the band equipment was at that time two, three half stack amps for two guitars and a bass and a full drum kit. So this was probably somewhere around with the guitars and bass we had, probably somewhere around twelve thousand dollars worth of music equipment in this van. Yes. All right, so we get the van. Holmes brings it back to his place, and we start assembling the crew. And the first thing that happens, I believe, is Holmes picks up Johnny. Is that correct? No, no, he no. picked me up first. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't know if that can be true. What's that? Because where Holmes did what he did was on Montauk Highway over by, um, where we used to pick you up when you were just a baby. Yes. Oh, so you were in the car with him. Yeah. Oh, so you two picked me up. Yeah. So I That's think. Yeah, okay. Picked, okay. I think Holmes picks up Johnny first and then heads over to Justin O'Shea's. Justin. I think so. You get in the van and tell us what happens. 30 seconds. 
into being in this van. <laughs> Holmes hits a pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> guy bounces off the front and of the car. And this guy's walking? Walking. Yeah. And he apologizes to Holmes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you <laughs> just got hit so we by a 10,000 pound van. Yeah, he better we, apologize. We, uh, <laughs> we pulled up to an intersection to make a right turn into uh, you know the lane. And uh, this guy, as we pulled up, uh, was crossing the, the street. And, you know... As a person crosses the street and they see a van that's stopped, fully stopped, and he assumed, he's like, oh, okay, this guy's going to let me go because he he's all the way in front of our car. It was yeah. his van. fault. It was definitely his <laughs> it fault. It was his fault. But he yeah. was in front of our van, and Holmes just didn't see the guy directly in now front you, of him you, and you, just... Started going. You tapped him, or you fucking no. no. It was a love tap. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was very short, and the van was higher than I was used to driving. So. For sure, yeah. He it was difficult to see. Definitely, I'll give Holmes the benefit of the doubt on that. And we were young, and I don't know if you'd driven a lot of things like that, but he ran away. I don't yeah. know if you guys yeah. remember that. He was scared. Yeah. He fucking bolted in the opposite direction for some reason. I don't know if he had a valid ID. Let's just say that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Where are you going with that? Yeah, what are you trying to say? Where are you going with that? He was afraid that if the law came, there would be a problem. Yeah, that is what... He, who knows? Maybe he had a warrant or something. He was the fuck, he was a lot of assumptions that. going on here well, about this know. poor young he man. He didn't want to be involved This guy got hit by a fucking van. And then he ran away. So what is Maybe he was really hurt. Yeah. If there was anyone else getting hit by a van, they'd be on the floor like, and have the biggest lawsuit. A hundred like, you know. thousand Did that percent. cross your mind when you first hit him? Like, oh, No, because if he didn't run, I was going <laughs> to. <laughs> All right, so this guy gets hit with a van. They, ended up, they end up straightening it up with him, and they come to pick me up. I get in the van. We load my gear. We go back to Holmes' place to meet up with everyone as the rest of our crew, which we could get into. So, again, it was Holmes, myself, Justin, and Johnny in the van. And who we met back at Holmes' house to get the rest of our gear was our good friend uh, Mike, our good friend Nick, our good friend Steve-O. And I think that was it, right? There was a lot of people, man. I don't even remember everybody who oh, was Oh, and Poe. Poe was in po, the band. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. that was the whole crew. Any girls? Was, were there any girls? No. I promise. <laughs> That's probably a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah for this More story. lawsuits So for you. <laughs> as we continue to pack out the rest of the van, one of the members, and I won't name who, it almost doesn't matter at this point, uh, begins to put what he feels is art on the van. Does anybody want to recall what was written on the van? Okay, so... I, I, I'll I'll take the lead on this one because I I'll try to paint it in a way that seem you know is the best possible way Good to luck. paint this. Okay. <laughs> uh, we were so, young and stupid. Let's just thank say you, John. That. That's where I wanted to lead. So if John was twenty one, I was seventeen. Yeah. Tw- yeah. Young, a young seventeen, right? So I was seventeen. So the other folks were eighteen and nineteen. Which is still probably a little too old to do Way this. too yeah. And I would also like to say, none of us were involved in the doing of, of this, but we definitely... Well, that narrows it down. Ha- we that could na- have known better than to yes. allow this yeah. to happen. That we narrows it, it down to who did it, so I'll say that I was involved even though I wasn't. How does that sound? No, there was a ton of people. <laughs> and I, whatever. There was a ton of people in this car. And, uh, yes. It was Mike C. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys rather not say what it was, uh, in post, I could make a little drawing. No, we're going to say what it okay. was. Ah, man. Okay, so I guess this was supposed to be some kind of humor 
I don't know I don't, if it I don't, was. Or it was. Was it a political message for whoever? Did, I don't know exactly, but what was written on the side of our car was 9-11 was an earthquake. With a drawing. With a... God. And looking <laughs> back, it is just fucking makes my stomach turn that we... Well, the funny part about it is we did say don't do that, and we got shut down. Real quick. So, also let me lead with... Another thing, let me say another thing is that I think everybody thought it would be funny to write or draw something on the van. Totally. Like our band name? Yeah. Yeah. Something something (laughs) in funny, something that was going to be funny, something that was lighthearted or the band name or something that kids would do. And uh, we were actually at a moment where we were were like, what the fuck are we going to write on here? Like, why did we even think to do this? Now we're stuck. We and, have to think of something to write on here. And no one moment, could agree. That moment of indecision cost us dearly. Indeed, <laughs> because it was the first or second misstep well, of many It was the first made. misstep of things written on the van. Because let's not forget, while that was on the driver's side of the van, the back of the van had two inverted crosses with 666 underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> Just for the record. Oh, okay. And our band name. And our band name. Uh, right yeah. next to it. So, <laughs> and our address. Yeah. <laughs> I would, you know, uh, we're just trying to be honest, guys. We're, we were young, stupid. We, we really... This whole story is full of us making mistakes, yeah. us being fucking idiots, us doing things completely wrong, us being disrespectful in so many ways, and maybe we had what was coming to us. And ultimate, I, We got what was coming to us. I don't know. Ultimately, up until a certain point, probably having the best day of our lives. Oh, we thought we were having the greatest <laughs> fucking day. I actually, fuck, I have the videos of us. Oh my God, the best. Sing, ah, oh man, I should have sent those. Yeah. Wait. There's videos of everybody in the van singing Taking Back Sunday. Yeah. Like, on a, like we were having, like, this is going to be the best day of our lives, guys. Yeah. It we wasn't. Tour. <laughs> it, it was wasn't. not. It was, and then it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. We've got the van all dressed up the way yeah, we, with the way we wanted. Art on it. Yeah, and please like, ask questions. Yeah, please how, ask. How far are you driving? We're driving from well, the Mastic area, and there's a detour we'll get into momentarily. But in theory, we're driving from the Mastic area, so the south shore of Long Island, all the way around. We are not taking the ferry through New York City to Connecticut. Oh, so yeah. through New York City yeah. with your beautiful dress. Yes, up. and yes. we're driving to Waterbury, yep. Connecticut. Uh, which is more directly on the other side. Yeah, which is okay. more affectionately known as Brooklyn, Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. As we found out. But <laughs> we made a lot of mistakes. Before we decide we're going to start heading way uh, west to the city and Connecticut, we decide to go way out of our way east to West Hampton Beach. So Frank's mom can give us free egg sandwiches. So we all got, my mom at the time was working the at fuck? a very good deli in the Hamptons, and uh, she got us just the works. Like, if there were eight of us in the van, she gave us like 14 bacon, egg, and cheeses, the big iced teas, the sides of home fries. It was like a, a $200 dollars Did she like the order. van? Was she right for the van? <laughs> I don't think she saw it. Yeah, I don't yeah, think no. she saw it. She didn't come out. No. No, so you're also going to the Hamptons. Would not we went to the Hamptons for the first time. And believe it or not, not a peep out of the out of the Hampton Ice. Of course not. They're scared. Yeah, they might have been. They might have thought we were some sort of religious cult or something. <laughs> I'm sure people had a lot of fucking thoughts about our van. Oh, yeah, yeah, but they didn't voice those thoughts, and that nobody would later become nobody tried to swerve of, uh, us off the road or shoot at, at us that, or kill yes. us. Yes. At that point, <laughs> yeah, yeah, at that point, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing had even happened to all us. Right, all right, so we okay. pick up this beautiful breakfast. We're enjoying it on the car ride. Holmes, if I'm 
if I'm if I remember it correctly, you pretty much drove the whole way there. Yeah, I did. Uh, so Holmes is driving. We are now headed uh, west to the city, essentially. And it's when we start getting into the Nassau County area and then through Queens, when the van starts getting a lot of... Becomes un- very popular. Yeah, unwanted yeah. attention. Yeah, like maybe people were taking pictures or people were kind of like riding next to us trying to see what the fuck was going on inside. Yeah, who are these people? Yeah, I would the- say when we got into Brooklyn was when the first person drove up next to us and told us to pull over. Yeah. Car full of guys. Car full of dudes. Said pull the fuck over. And we were probably laughing. I don't remember. We were laughing while Holmes was driving pretty quickly. (laughs) While he was accelerating. We were not going to pull over. No, that was never going to happen. No way. Now, the funny part is, and this is something we can speculate about now, though, why were they offended? Was it the 9-11 or was it the religious it aspect? Was like I'm sure freshly it, like what year was this because it was pretty recent it was not, probably not 10 year anniversary right now it's still yeah. recent yeah. Yeah. for 9-11 yeah, yeah right now for, yeah. 9-11 is not going to be funny for another yeah, 10 no, years and uh, to publicly write that on your van to drive around like a fucking billboard but still all it takes That's is insane. one person that attends church every Sunday to see the inverted cross yeah, in the 666 well, and be like oh yeah. well fuck you. Yeah. It's the fucking combination. You guys right. have literally <laughs> yeah. every offensive yeah, thing exactly. yeah. and you're just triggering people on the highway. And, and to be fair, this was before all those like little fish with feet coexist bullshits. Yes. It'll all exist. Like this yeah. was still at a time where it was like a little bit weird if you were a fucking 666 devil like you you now you see people with that shit Tattooed on their face it was before, <laughs> every yeah. day. It so. was before goth TikTok, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, do we stop at Arby's before the show, or was that after the show? I think it was before. I think it was on the it was way. Day- yeah. yeah, it was daytime. So, Arby's stop probably would have been somewhere in between the city and Connecticut. Uh, yeah, probably. I remember that. I remember us getting a ton of curly fries, which is crazy to me to think about because we had such a big breakfast. It couldn't have been. You do like Shout to, out eat, to Mikey. Yeah. I do eat much yes. more than you guys. Lies. Um, Since we're talking about Arby's, do we want to go into any other other fast, fast foods food? that we yeah, like? Let's or? make sure we touch the fast food on this podcast. Yeah, you know, what? I would just like to say Arby's. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, it's not bad. We no, got the okay. meats. <laughs> now that that's gonna get beeped out, I yeah. think. And I got the shits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now the curly fries. You know, I I stocked up on the curly fries. It was good. That's a very small aspect of this story. Yeah, we could blow uh, past. We could blow past the fast food. Uh, but it had to be food? mentioned, obviously. Yeah. But anyway, so we get past Arby's, uh, and we are approaching Connecticut. I don't think we had, other than a couple of pull-the-fuck-overs, many more incidents on the road on the way there. No, and honestly, in my memory, it felt fine. Yeah. Like, you know, anything yeah. that did happen yeah, we brushed it off. was like, you know, meh. I think Whatever. that was pissing people off more as they're yelling at us, telling us to pull over. We're all in the van just laughing at them. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Yeah. that probably egged them on. Definitely. And, yeah. and as Johnny said before, we're just we're just having a good time. We're in there singing songs. We're in there yeah. talking about the show. We're excited about the show. It's at that time, it was our first show out of state. I think right. It was our one show tour. Yeah, it was our one show <laughs> tour. Um, and and to set the stage a little bit further, we are meeting another Long Island band who we're all very good friends with yeah. at this show. Uh, so we essentially have you know a sister band that we're we're meeting there. Yep. Um, we get to the show and we're very early. We had left probably way earlier than we needed to. Quick question, please. There's Super. no fear at this point. Nothing. No. no. Okay. Not Nothing. even not even a tinge. There, for to be fair, for me, there mm. is a little bit of irritation. Mm. 
Okay. Like, was this really worth it and necessary? Well, to... When we pulled up to the, when we started getting into the town, the show was in. We were a little surprised at the how the area looked. Yeah. Oh, this was. Let me tell you. I, and I yeah, can't. Do we speak, want to get there now? Yeah, I can't speak to all of Waterbury, Connecticut, but this particular town in Waterbury, Connecticut, the or streets, it was. Yeah fucking sketchy so, so from what i understand i'm not a big connecticut guy you know but from what i understand it's a little bit like long island where it's like one town is going to be millionaires and then the next yeah. town is going to be yeah. literal slums bellport <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. but there's also millionaires in bellport as well yeah so that's what i'm saying it's like literally like block to block yeah in some cases so the, the area just and, and I don't want to make it seem like the area was, like, shocking or appalling to us because we come from a what most people would consider a pretty low-end low, low end area, a low-income area. Armpit. Speak for right. yourself. Sure. Yes, for right. sure. Uh, so nothing was shocking, but we were, like, basically, like, oh, shit, we're home. Fuck. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> when we got into this town, it was a, a, a kind of a valley situation. Like, everything was normal, and then all of a sudden we get into this valley, and it's, like... Maybe the, it, like it seemed like a cloud went in front of the yeah. sun and it got a little yeah. dimmer, like you know, for sure. So I remember yeah, getting like, this to is, this I, is a little darker here for I some reason. I remember getting to the bar that it was at and us going through the wrong entrance because we were so early and we were at the front entrance of the bar which had pool tables and like some biker dudes in it. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we're here to play a show, and they were like, oh, you must be downstairs in the basement. You got to go around, blah blah blah. But I remember when we were first upstairs in the pool table area. Somebody was there talking to us about hate breed and how they had a yeah. barber shop down the road. I, I, yeah, I one of the so, guys in the so, band. So I wanted, yeah. So I wanted to mention this. Actually, I didn't want to cut you off though. This, I remember this because I'm a big hate breed fan. But this was Jamie Josta's town. Yeah. yeah, like this is. I'm pretty sure it was where he was from. They were saying, or like he got tat- tattooed at one of the shops. Yeah, like, there was knows... like a tattoo place down the road. Yeah. That's what it was. Not a barber shop. The barber no... shop comes into play. Later. Yeah, I mean, like, if you know anything about Hatebreed, you know, Jimmy Jassa had a pretty fucking rough life, and we were... If it, if it was anything like this fucking town, it was far rougher than you could imagine. Yeah. They want to see him fail. That's for sure. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so we're, we're told that we're in the wrong area of the building, although we have the right building. So we actually, at that point, move the van from one side of the building to the other side of the building. Now, when the van is parked, Holmes, because you parked it, do you remember, and we'll get to this later, but for now, do you remember there being an issue with the parking space in which you selected? I do, I do remember something, but what, what, what was the issue? Well, there was no issue for us when we got out of the van. There ended up being an issue yeah. very, very far down the road. But when you parked, did you even think about where you parked? No, I probably just picked the best location to get okay. our instruments yeah. into the... Perfect. That's a great place. way to put it. Yeah. Perfect. This will come back up later. Yeah. Anyway, so we go... We're still there with nobody fucking there. The show no. is not starting for like... Four hours. Yeah, if I could add a detail, when we when we walked into this bar and we started getting a feel for it, the first thing that I noticed is that everybody in there who was like day drinking and hanging out was just chain smoking cigarettes yeah. inside. Yep. And at the time, it should have been a big red flag because smoking had been illegal inside pretty much everywhere already for fucking years. 
And I thought it was cool as hell. I'm like, this is sick. I like, smoking smoking, <laughs> smoking cigarettes inside still. I think it, it was definitely a red flag. I back. think it did raise a major red flag with me. But then when we got brought to the other area, I was like, oh, these guys aren't going to be in there. Yeah. These chain smoking yeah. dudes. Little did I know that they would also play a role later on. But Big anyway, <laughs> so we go into the area in which the show is going to happen. And again, there's no one really there yet. But we realize, oh, this is much more legit than the front of the the bar. It's a legit venue. There's places for you to set up your merch table. There's a full stage. You know, they yeah, had a sick yeah. PA system. I remember thinking this was a cool venue. Very cool. Yeah. Very it cool. It had a uh, drop-down, um, like, audience yeah, standing. Yeah, like a little mosh yeah. pit yeah, area. Yeah, like, it was down a couple steps. Yeah. And the stage was, I would say, about, like, three, four feet high yeah, or something. Like it, was it was, perfect. It was like perfect. For, perfect for hardcore shows. Um. And we set up our merch table. We felt like all nerdy. We were there first. Like I, I'm pretty sure we played second. There was a band before us, so we yeah, because yeah. we didn't set up our equipment right away. So there's a band for us, but we set up the merch table with the shirts and and the demos and stuff. And and I think you and Mike C pretty much sat at that table for a, a good chunk of the night. Yeah. Um, pretty sure a band before you covered the Gorilla Biscuits. And yeah, I, I yeah. Was you're excited. absolutely right. You're I was absolutely excited right. about that. You're absolutely right. So we're on second. And we play the show, and the, the the part for me that gets so lost in, in this story is how great that show was. We played perfectly, we had so much energy, and we got off that stage, and we had never gotten rid of so many shirts or demos so yeah. fast. No, that was like they one of our best us. shows. Yeah. yeah. And Johnny, we never saw the money from that, from the merch yeah, table. Yeah, what so. happened with that? <laughs> Sorry, guys. But no, it was those we, thousands of dollars that you made. Yeah, I, I okay. took it. The twenty-two dollars we made. So we play great. We play great. We we're we're having such a good time. I'm answering questions left and like right. Like, where are you guys from? How can we hear your music? Or do you have any more demos? Because we got sold out of yeah. demos, which had never happened on Long Island ever. Yeah. And, and I also I also just want to say I remember you guys connecting with other bands yeah, while you were yeah. at that show and yeah, making so friends and stuff. The was... band that headlined the show before you know the mess went down covered a comeback kid Come song, and we went fucking nuts because a good chunk of us were big comeback kid fans. And you know we we met up with those dudes afterwards, and they were like, "Hey, can you get us shows in New York?" And we had the misfortune of having to tell them. Hey, you guys are awesome. We'll help you as much as we can, but you can't cover Comeback Kid on Long Island because everyone on Long Island's a stuck-up prick. Yep, a lot so of cool kids. They were really, yeah, they were really the good. Time. Yeah, they were really good dudes, and we were having such a good time at that show. And uh, the show ended. The show was over at one point. Yeah, but it was uh, it was actually a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, more was going down while the show was going on. Oh, too. there are definitely details. So, 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 so actually, how I remember it. Um, quick question: Who encountered the first mishap during the show? Because you said some things were happening. Well, so, so that's what I was. That's kind of what I was pondering because okay. it was, it was kind of like, before we even got to the show, I just like to say we did drive around this town, and we kind of got the feel for it. We drove up this road, and we saw that there's a, a barber shop, and then we drove a little bit further, and we noticed all these houses, and the houses were like. I don't want to. I don't want to seem like I'm making it uh, like abandoned. Like, yeah, like it, it seemed like a very abandoned place. But then, like you're like, oh, look at that abandoned house, and then you see like a child come to the window and like wave <laughs> at you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you you think this place is abandoned? It's not. It, it, it's it was it was we we really quickly realized that this was a rough, rough. area. But we also being from. 
you know, a pretty poor drug infested part of Long Island felt kind of a little more comfortable than we should have felt. Now your mission, Justin, you and Holmes, your mission didn't come till after our set. Right? It was after our set. Right. Uh, maybe after the band that played after us. So this is side, side, side quest. Yeah, this side was quest. side quest. We won't get to that this second you, because there was an incident during the last band playing it, which I think was the tip of the iceberg or at least the jumping off point. I, I think that the Justin thing happened before that though. We showed up. Me and Holmes showed back up to that incident. To that incident. Okay. So, so I'm thinking maybe yeah. Holmes and, and Justin do get to talk All about right. their Holmes side mission Holmes and Justin, now. what is the mindset in which what, what fuels this quest? Justin wanted weed. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Holmes wanted alcohol. <laughs> okay. Those two things are hand in hand with each other for you two. So, so at, coming in, we saw there was a deli like right around the block, block and a half away. Some home, me and Holmes, he's the only one who's what time able is to it? buy it. Figure it's a Sunday, I think. Because there's a certain time in which you can no longer buy yeah. alcohol and in it's Connecticut. Eight, nine okay. o'clock, ten o'clock. Right, no, continue. actually a little later. Probably nine, ten, because the show had been going on for a while. Continue. We find the deli. There's a barbershop next door. It's ten o'clock at night. Barbershops aren't open at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> this one was and was packed. Yeah. Twenty people outside just fucking drinking yeah. and smoking. It was more popping than the bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> way more. So we go inside, uh, me and John, to go buy some beer, and there are chains and locks on the beer. Uh, fucking <laughs> oh, no. like that, like, like, uh, like multiple chains and locks. Yeah. Wow. Like so to yes. set yeah to oh set the God. stage at a certain time, you can no longer sell alcohol in the state of Connecticut. But that doesn't mean you have to chain and lock. Yeah, chain and lock. No. Was, there's I'm a problem sure with something like, there. Normally, yeah. they stop selling at like 1, 2 o'clock, not yeah. 10, 9 o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the chains and locks were a good kind of insight of where we were. So at that point, Holmes, you can't get your beer. You're like, fuck it. I, I just want to smoke some weed then. Did yeah. you get Listerine? I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think somehow, like... While we're in the store noticing that we can't buy alcohol, like Justin was like, we got to get weed. Again, <laughs> Holmes looked at me and goes, you should go ask those guys for some weed. <laughs> so I remember, uh, just as a person who was not with you guys, I remember wanting to smoke weed. Like, I remember being like... Man, it would be so cool if we were able to get weed out here or something, right? Guys, like, I think I just started smoking weed. It's like, kind of weird that we didn't have. have especially I was just gonna say, do you remember the that. reason why you didn't have weed? Maybe it's because we were driving to get. Okay. Yeah, we were like yeah, nervous about state being kids with yeah. weed. It was still illegal, like it was still very illegal at the time. All right. We would have been, we would have gotten fucked if we had weed. Maybe it was the thing. So yeah. tell me the crew you approach in front of the barbershop. Not uh, let's just it was more like a gang. Let's just say <laughs> well, now I can't say what I was gonna say. <laughs> they were not white, yeah. not one of them. <laughs> All um, right, so a majority of uh, we young go up, African American men, we no, uh, Asian, um, yeah, no, we go up to the biggest <laughs> fucking dude for some reason, drinking a 40, eyes are closed. <laughs> Big dude wearing a Celtics jersey and a puffy jacket like Hell it was yeah. 96. Sick. And he's like, yeah, I got you. Follow me. <laughs> I love that. And we do. Uh, Did you have any thought when he first said that? Like, nah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, we wanted that fucking weed. So you were like, fuck yeah, we, let's go. So All we right. wanted a 20 bag. That and was the verbiage discussed. 20, two, zero. And he's like, I got you. Makes a phone call. 
And he's like, we're going to go meet my boy. Okay. Getting sketchy. So we're following him for a few minutes. How long is the walk from barbershop to... Just a couple minutes. Yeah, so... Not far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we don't know where we're going. What did you see in your travels? Just abandoned houses. Abandoned <laughs> houses. Mattresses and couches and front yards and the fucking all that. Okay. So we're walking to go meet a guy and out of one of these abandoned houses comes not a guy we were going to meet and they go yo what's up so yo you got some weed that's different guy so he's like so he's like all right come come with me so, so now he, he's gathering people as you walk through the neighborhood there is not one light on in this house you can <laughs> see not one fucking light on so he came out from a dark house came out from a from <laughs> the shadows in, dude and went back in and our guy Goes into the house and goes, wait here. But he says it in a way where you're like, I'm going to get murdered. <laughs> and me and John wait there on the front porch sitting there. And he disappears and a few minutes go by. At this point, is there any regret? Nah, we really want to go. <laughs> so the Still zero regret. tension's building a little bit. And all of a sudden. Hold on, wait. Can I, can I please, ask one question? Yes. Um so there was no regret, but did you feel a sense of fear or like right. what the fuck is about to happen? The table was starting to turn. I was ready to die for okay. that. Minute. <laughs> okay, so there was no even second thought in your mind at all. At this point, we were still pretty gung ho about it. Oh, okay, sick. cool. That's, but at the next <laughs> point, was the vibe of the yeah. whole day it was like, "Fuck it, we're fucking doing this." At this next point, is when it kind of changed. So we're sitting on the front porch next to a fucking couch and a mattress in the front yard. No lights on in the house. A car pulls up from this way, mm. and another car pulls up from this way. Same exact time. One right in front, one right across the street. <laughs> and me and Holmes look at each other and just go, be ready to fucking run. Did you have an exit plan? Like, we're going oh, this way. We're going back My to the My exit plan was to push Holmes to the ground, <laughs> jump this fence, and go. Yeah. You just had to get further than Holmes. Yes. <laughs> but... Coming from a similar type of environment, at least you're ready to run. Because oh, if you were naive, just yeah. visiting, you wouldn't think twice dude, about yeah, it. Yeah, we we're sitting there like, dude, when when it's time, we just fucking go. Yeah, I think that played a major role in all this because like there were times we've probably been in our own neighborhood and like sketchy. Oh, situ- oh yeah, <laughs> like, such a similar and, story. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say we'll get. <laughs> A big thing we want to do with this show is talk about where we're from in our neighborhood and all the sketchy, crazy shit we've seen growing up. And we'll get there, but I think that does play a factor in why we were so comfortable. And we felt like we could do whatever here. Been here, done that. Exactly. All right, so he's indoors. The cars pull up. So thankfully the cars were unrelated, we think. (laughs) He (laughs) He comes out of the house and he's like, follow me been following this guy for a long time it really was a side quest in a video game yeah um we find it's like now we are next to an apartment building with like a little lobby and he's like duck in here with me real quick so me and Holmes are standing there and he just goes put your hand out (laughs) show me the motion put my hand out he he bought a 20 bag he takes out seven dollars worth of weed max puts it in my hand and i'm like no bag no, no bag. bag put, put your Straight hand in out the hand and he goes 
all right, $25. <laughs> and we're like, no, dude, we, we said 20 He's like, you said 25 And I gave him those other $5. So. Good thing you had an extra 5 on you. could have got yeah. dicey if you You did probably not. only had $25 That was on. it. That was, my, that was what my mom gave me before we went on this trip. Yeah, and someone probably had $2 for a Dutch. Yeah. If you didn't have another 5 you should you could have just been like, yo, put your hand out. And like, put gave some him some Gave him the rest of the week back and yeah. also gave him $25 and said, thank you. But and I left. do remember we did not have two more dollars for a Dutch, and Steve-O fashioned the old bowl out of a can, and that's how we yeah, smoked Yeah, so that. that's funny because no, that we, was... We smoked a blunt. Or maybe, maybe on the way back, you know, because it was at a maybe pit you, stop. Yeah, yeah maybe the, you guys did A little smoke, bit left over. Yeah, yeah, a little bit left over. I definitely well, I smoked out of the can. I, yeah. I remember the can. I remember that. So, so, at a rest stop. Yeah. Somebody got a Dutch because I rem- I remember the blunt, to me, was a part of the story. Yeah. Um, and well, I, well, I guess we're approaching that part of the story now right. because so, because Justin and Justin and John retrieved the bag, the $7 of weed, yeah. and you yeah. bring it back. What was yeah. that walk? Yeah. What was that walk like? You finally get away from this character, and you're walking back with the weed. What was that walk like? We just narrowly escaped death. It, it was, was like, yo, we're going to get high. <laughs> yeah, the adrenaline was going. So was like, you guys were definitely still psyched. What yeah, do you oh, expect? We definitely like fucked psyched yeah. more that we didn't yeah. die at this what point. Do you Even ex- if it was $7 worth of weed. Didn't right. matter. Yeah. What did you expect to walk back to? Because I can guarantee you that's not what you walked we, back we, to. We thought we were coming back to like watch the main band, sure. whoever it was. Like, okay, cool. We grabbed this. Let's watch the main band. We get back and... I don't know who came out of the show and was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm like, Almost what's going instantaneously. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. Somebody from the other band fucking named Mashed Potato or something punched <laughs> nah, somebody yeah. in the yeah. face. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, we won't name any any other name. I think Mashed Potato is a good name. Mashed Potato is perfect. Yeah. Um, but that was literally the first thing from getting back from our adventure yeah. that we hear is band. we have to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, let's, let's your, stop so, there and then let's backtrack to okay. what's happening simultaneously. Okay. I would love to pick this part of the story up because I have a a really good bead from this part of the story because if I do remember correctly uh, you guys are in the show watching the band and I was in the car a stone child and I did not want to watch the last band for some reason I just was like I'm just going to sit in the van like I think uh, our friend Mike was with us in the van at the time um I was pumped to watch the band. Yeah, exactly. They gave yeah. us so much respect. And yeah, and I wanted I, to I return in, the favor. Yeah, and I wasn't in your band at the time, so I didn't give a fuck. So I, <laughs> I was just like, I'm gonna go sit in the van. Johnny uh, abandoned the merch table, and that's why we have no definitely, money. Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I was a stone child who know who knows what was in this man's weed. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I was we smoked a blunt. So I'll pick it up from there. So we smoked a blunt in the car. You guys go watch the bands. And uh, I think actually, Frank, you were in the car with us while we were smoking the blunt. I came back out. So this happened pretty much in an intermission because this was right after that Comeback Kid band played. And I have to mention another thing. Okay. Earlier in the day, I think you guys got Arby's and I did not want Arby's or something like that. So I got a separate sandwich. I had a sandwich. I was the only one with a sandwich. For some reason. From where? I don't fucking know, but I got like a turkey sandwich or something okay. from somewhere, okay? And I ate the sandwich like hanging out outside of the van, right? And I crumpled the wrapper up 
and I put it on top of the van because I was like reaching inside to like find a bag. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was doing something. I was going to take the sandwich wrapper I do remember and this. put it back inside of the van. Like, you know, I had every yeah. intention of like, like I, I popped it up there because I was like doing shit. So I, I, I and uh, I had forgotten about the sandwich wrapper. So it must have fell off the car and floated away into the parking lot of these people's bar. Yes. Right. So I would I'll just say that this was a minor strike against us. Okay. Yes. In my it was me. Now this was littering, which isn't, and it was accidental. So this isn't. This isn't the straw that, that broke the camel's uh, camel's, <laughs> camel's back by any means. But I do feel like this was. Oh, it was a strike it, mark against us. It like added to the fire. There's no question. So it was van strike yeah. mark. They mustn't have liked that. And then the sandwich wrapper mustn't have liked that. Children too. smoking a blunt in the van outside of their show, smelling the place up. At the time, maybe someone wasn't happy about that. Weed wasn't as prevalent at the time. Those were, for the most part, I can't speak to every band, but out of three of the bands we spoke to were straight edge bands. Yeah. Plus, we were from out of town. So, yeah. You know. And we were from out of town. So they knew, just doing they whatever knew the we fuck were they one want. of the New York bands. Or you guys were yes. one of the New York bands. So during the the set of the band that I was really getting down to, one of the members of the sister band we were touring with happens to be in the pit and does just not a, a normal swing of the fist that you would do when dancing or moving around. He... Flat out knock somebody yeah. out. That was this was a, a huge pivotal the, moment. This was the deciding factor. So it's the begin spiral. Yeah, yeah. Ma- mashed yep. potato, but, as it were. But it's <laughs> it's strange. I almost feel like before this they didn't like us and they oh, had yeah. something. The van a was plan. not helping. Yeah. Okay. Van yeah. was not so, helping. So, yeah. I, so I am certain now to this day that they were going to do something anyway because simultaneously while you guys were experiencing that, I was out in the van, right? And I was sitting in the van high out of my mind with Mike C. And I'm just like, I'm like, zone the fuck out. Like Lil Wayne or some shit is on the radio. You know what I'm saying? I'm zone the fuck out. And all of a sudden, I'm just like seeing these little lights like... They're flicking cigarettes, lit cigarettes. And I had no idea what was going on. I'm like... I see all these little lights and I'm just like tripping out like what the fuck and then I like start s- smelling something and I look at the floor and uh, the floor is covered in lit cigarettes Yeah. and I'm like what the fuck is going to on and then like shit. puzzle pieces and shit you know start getting put together in my head and I'm like yo they're throwing lit cigarettes in our van right wasn't now wasn't that a and big chunk of very scared wasn't a big chunk of the lit cigarette thing from the guys from the front of the bar though see, guys that probably would have seen the stuff on the van and been outside smoking that's, a cigarette. That's just, what. That's what I, I. I don't exactly know that part, but I do know that we. Nobody there liked us, and they, yeah. were ready. It was a whatever time of night it was. It was the fucking witching hour yeah. because yeah. From what whatever I, was going on with you guys, I started getting lit cigarettes flicked into the van, and I was like, "That's a bad sign." Yeah, yeah that's not a, a good really sign. bad sign. Yeah. From I don't what know I who's remember, doing it, but I don't even want to look. From what I remember, that was the older gentleman. Those guys from the front of the bar I at think the pool it was tables, the bikers. The bikers. Yeah. yeah. So Those now guys bikers were hate you and people at well, the at show the hate show, you. Well, at the show, people loved us until, until that crash. That but moment. now it's all... Yeah. But now they've so wait, come did, together. Did, did this, so I wasn't inside, but what I, what I heard is that uh, the kid uh, from Connecticut got 
punched and then got million dollar babied into a, yeah. a into a stair. Yeah, that and, is exactly what happened. And the kid was was knocked out. Like he so. was unconscious. That's yeah. for certain because they were throwing water on him and shit. I was there, right there for it. I was sounds, trying to help the yeah. kid. And and so I another my perspective outside the other band. And my friends who were who were in that band at the time, normally I would have certainly went and said, see you later to them. I saw them run out of this venue, get in their already packed car, hit it in reverse, and get the fuck out of there within 15 seconds of whatever the they fuck happening. Gone. They were gone, gone so fast, and they were so smart to get out of there. Yeah. But it left us, like, not that they could have done anything to help us but it would have been nice yeah, yeah. But, yeah but we were we were now officially on an island like we were stranded at this place and we were surrounded by motherfuckers who did well, not I, like us i know for a fact that so he makes he he basically assaults this dude they get the fuck out of there i'm still inside at this point talking to people and helping this kid who's definitely unconscious and and pretty fucked up his face is pretty fucked up at that time, I didn't know there was an issue because I was in the thick of it with these people. When I got outside, I noticed there was a lot of commotion nearing the van. I had gotten out of the van to go back inside, blah, blah, blah. The moral of the story is, at this point, the group of older dudes, bikers, and the group of hardcore kids that now had a reason to not like us had, against all odds, come together in <laughs> so, their hatred for us. So, so uh... I think we were in some some territory of some like older hardcore dudes, some history that had already been there, and maybe they did have a relationship with the bikers and the bar and the venue before we got there. Sure, because because they it the people who did not like us were all from Connecticut, yeah, and we were the only ones from New York, yeah, and they that took that pride had exactly for for sure. They took and, pride and you know, for people who don't know, I'm sure nobody who, you know, everybody who listens to this knows, but Connecticut is a short ferry ride away. Yeah. It is very similar to Long Island, New York, and certainly they weren't happy when the fucking Twin Towers went down. Certainly, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the, like it, just because they were from Connecticut doesn't mean that they didn't take exception yeah. you know to what, what else? we had written on our van. A factor I never thought about. I was wearing a Bill shirt. They could have really taken offense to that Bill shit. Fucking, you caused it all. Shitty Patriots fans. They definitely did. Connecticut Patriots fans are the worst kind. The worst kind. As I've said many times on this show, fuck Boston, but fuck Connecticut. Just for the record. Yeah. Just for the record. We can say that as much as we want because we're never coming back. Right, exactly. All right, so. Except for that trip we just planned. Right. The trip you guys planned right before the show. All right, so. They're, they're gonna find you. At this point, there's there's lit cigarettes in the van, and yeah. we finally realize we finally put it together after our sister band has left. Yep, it's time to fucking go. It's time <laughs> to get the fuck out of there. So as we are struggling to get the remainder of our gear, which we had gotten the large portion of it, as we're struggling to get everything we own out of this venue and into the van, uh, it becomes a point where the parking lot had gotten so packed because again, when we first pulled up, it was empty. As I've said. At this point, the show is in full swing. The parking lot is packed. Our parking spot had become an issue. We were blocked in and could not move this van yeah. before the lights. So, was. so, uh, so we were parked, and then to the driver's side of us was the wall of the venue. Yes, correct. Next to us was a parked car. Yes, and, and behind then behind us, us there was a fence, and alongside of it was 
parking spaces that yes. had been set up there. Yeah. Yes. But they hadn't been being used. Yeah, no. The whole night. Yeah. Like, we parked there and we didn't even see them there because it was like nobody had used them all day. Nobody had used yeah. them all night. They were full. They, <laughs> yeah. So when we got out there, I swear, I remember right before you guys got back, a car pulled into that spot. Yeah. Like, after the shit had gone down. Yeah, sure. After the shit had gone down, but before you guys got back, I swear, somebody pulled into that spot knowingly. So... Because it was also convenient from this point yeah, on. It was right, also right, convenient. So we're trying to move this van, and by we're trying, I mean, we had thrown, within our group, two or three different drivers at it. Yep. You tried to move it. Steve-O tried to move it. I'm pretty sure Nick tried yeah. to move it. Uh, at that point... As things are beginning to get more and more hostile, and the group outside the van is becoming a mob. It's like frazzling. It's it frazzling. Stirring and like a beehive. There's a yeah. few of us in the van. There's a few of us outside of the van, basically, like, you know, like fucking. More left. You know, like, trying, right, trying to direct people. Uh, Somebody. In a group of fucking right, people, dude. In right a group outside of people, the door of the show. In a group of people that hate us, somebody essentially raises their hand and says, hey, quote unquote, I move vans like that for a living. I yeah. can help. <laughs> yeah. At yep. that point, the singer of our band decides, here's the keys to the van. Well, it was it was a little bit of a conversation because the two people who were up front were the singer and then our other friend who uh, wanted to get us out of the situation badly. Yeah. Yes. He, he was really trying. To, and and he, he was, uh, you know, he was very thoughtful about this before. Like, he looked at the other guy and, and, and discussed like very seriously for a second, like, should we let this, like, cause they clearly knew the situation we were in yeah. and they were like, do we take a chance on this right now? Like, cause we're not getting out of here and this is getting really fucking bad and yeah. we got to get the fuck out of here. So as the keys are handed over to this gentleman, the people inside the van are myself, Justin, Johnny, and one other. The rest of us are out still outside of the van. This gentleman gets in the van starts the van and floors this fucking van in <laughs> well, reverse. So floors it. Yeah, so from my perspective, though maybe this is my brain making stuff up, but he gets in the car, the guy driving the van, the car that was behind us blocking us in, I swear on my life moves. <laughs> I, I I could be wrong. Maybe set up, but I, dude, I'm not kidding. But like, like maybe he said, he all, floored it. So how is it possible? That's what I'm saying. It happened so fast. I I'm, I look behind us, and I remember like wanting to be like, "Hey, the car's," and then before I could even say the car is like moving, this guy is slamming it into even, reverse and flooring it straight. Even if this fucking car was was still there or wasn't there. He had no regard for the car. Like not he, even a little bit. He didn't care if he hit something. That's how he how aggressively he Definitely. stepped on. He this. never wants to like. He never oh, looked. Let me see. No. Okay. Okay. He never yeah. looked. So, so just to just to be clear, we are now in a full hijacking situation. Yes. We so, are in. We are four of us in a car with a person we have never met, driving a van extremely erratically, seeming like at this point he, he hasn't said. At this point, as he backs out. He hasn't said anything yeah. to us at all. Now I'm sitting directly behind him. Justin's next to me. Johnny and Mike are in the back. All the back way row. in the back, like so. No one is next to him in the passenger seat. I, at this point, am thinking, all right, he's going to back out like a dick aggressively, and then you know go forward, and yeah, we're going to get, get in. We're, here, get, we're gone. He gets backs out aggressively, then goes from zero to sixty in a parking lot. 
and then pulls out onto a major highway. Yeah. yeah. So but now it, it was like you guys are capped. Yeah. yeah. Now we're but, capped. Okay, we're talking, when I'm talking this, I mean, he actually must have been a pretty decent driver because like he, he was getting us to like a thing and then just whoop, like, you know, yeah. getting us to, like it was screeching the van was scree it was it, it was this dude was fucking i don't know flying. about i don't know about you guys but at that point like don't get me wrong he wasn't driving that cool but at that point i assumed someone in our band had spoken to him and yeah. there was no big deal like uh, this guy's just gonna get us out i didn't assume anything was wrong yet i personally felt immediately something was wrong but i was so scared and so like a ghost all the way in the back seat that i was like fucking like a fugue state child like i was just like i was somewhere else dude like this guy is like, like we're gonna die like this guy is gonna kill us so half of our party is still at the show and the other half of the party is in this van now the van is going a minimum and i'm not exaggerating anyway of 90 miles an hour down a highway oh my god and i realize something's wrong when i look over at the guy in front of me and he is shaking and saying, I gotta get to a Dunkin' Donuts. I gotta find yes. it. Yes. So actually, oh my God. Yeah, and you were actually, Frank, I think at a moment you did realize something was wrong. And I did. you spoke up. You I were the did. only one at I said, was saying, What the what? fuck are we doing yeah. here? Yeah, and he said, and that's when he started saying the Dunkin' Donuts thing. Yeah. And he repeated it like a crazy person. Like a crazy a person. So like, back at the show, my phone is ringing nonstop in my pocket. Yeah. Bec- and I don't wanna answer it because I'm focused on this fucking, I'm in go mode, dude. You're Back at the show, something. I so I'm fashioning a coat hanger into a device to get around him. And yeah, it was the I, only was thing. Praying, it sounds crazy. It's the only it's option. Praying like, I wasn't gonna have to do that. Yeah, because he's driving right fast. So yeah. I can't pay attention to my phone. Little do I know, I had somewhere around sixty missed calls from the singer in our Fuck. band. The singer yeah, in our band was back in the parking lot, and now they're surrounded by this mob, and they're all saying to him, "That guy that took the van is off his meds, and he's fucking crazy. Your friends are all gonna die tonight." <laughs> And I still don't know it's if they said that. It's probably a scare attack. Killing it has spree. to be. Yeah, <laughs> so we get, we, this guy is driving us very, very far away from the show. Very far away from the show. When he just decides in the middle of the fucking highway, he's just going to get out. He pulled into a thing. Yes. He did, but yes, that's but, exactly what happened. He found a random fucking place, skirted into that bitch, and decided I'm leaving now. Yeah. We don't know where he went. No, it was like some like dark alley fucking like where did that guy? Did, and if I was remember, there, was it a ghost? If or I remember it? correctly, as a stall tactic, he took the keys out of the van and yep. threw them under the van. He yeah, didn't throw them under the van. He threw them into the van. Okay, just, just somewhere. Just, just, yeah, like fucking. So you guys, to give him at least, he knew. At least this five guy, seconds. These, this sounds like criminal behavior as a criminal exactly. myself. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys, that's you know. what I think. Is that I, I think I, I think that from the moment that we uh disrespected their right them in whatever oh. way that it was on so, they knew oh, yeah. they they had a whole plan for us so the rest of us at the the rest of the the crew at the show which included Holmes and and the singer of our band and and Poe they hold on hold on, let me just ask yeah. uh so tell me briefly what happened real quick at the when at the when show we when we were the, back yeah, when yeah. Uh, to be honest with you i i wasn't 
I was like trying to, I was doing my own thing. I wasn't with Nick when he was being surrounded. I was probably yeah, I was like trying to talk to a girl or something. Yeah, I was so was, you didn't feel any pressure? No. no Holmes, 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 yeah, I was going to say, I never remember Holmes past a certain point of this story. No, and it's I, because he was just. I tried to pretend I wasn't with you guys. Yeah, fuck so. those guys. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he just wasn't. <laughs> so. That's that, probably a good tactic. At some point, they realize. Whether the van's here or not, we need to leave this show. So they just start walking down the road in the direction in which the van left. Yeah. And we eventually find the keys inside the van, and we start getting the van back towards them. We finally meet back up, and we're trying to hightail it out of there. I believe at that point, when we all got back together, Steve-O decided he was going to drive. Well, yeah. yeah, yes, exactly. But before that happened, we, I think... You were driving, Frank, or I think I was revert. No, it was you. I think I hopped in after that kid. You were getting it back. So yeah. So and if you guys remember, we went past the venue and we did not stop the van. We opened the door. And made them run to us, and they and they ran, and each of them hopped in like a fucking old western. That's how scared we were to even stop in front of this venue. And we looked into the parking lot, and like it seemed like they were like. Like a angry mob, like they finally won, like they were cheering at it. Yeah. Like, like they, they were like yelling oh, at us as we were going by. I'm like, sure I saw some lit torches. It, That's they, how it yeah. felt. They were having a good old time, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, that was one of the best shows in Connecticut history, if you for go them. back to that Dude, scene. I still talked about I it. hope somebody hears this story from their perspective. Oh, my God. Yeah. And knows how. Badly, they fucking. I hope the guy who took us. the van hears this. Excellent, they yeah. got us. I hope bad. you found that Dunkin' Donuts it. at some point. Yeah, I know, man. Really we, do. But Kevin, if you could have seen it, I, I gotta find this Dunkin' Donuts. It was freaking for tweaking. America runs freaking. on Dunkin'. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this guy fucking fucked. ran on Dunkin'. He was fucked. He was tweaking like crazy. That's it, sick. It, so we leave the show, we go to a rest stop, and that's when smoking weed out of the can happens. Yeah. yeah. And that's basically the climax. <laughs> so, so actually, there is one more thing. There's one... Yeah, the hit. Yeah, so, so That was only a thing <laughs> for you, though. No, fuck that, dude. Fuck that. Fuck that. So it was a very hilly area. But it, it was. It, it, yeah. We were in a straight-up valley, and we had to go up and then down this hill... And it was like we got to the top of this hill, and like you could act like it was nothing, but we talked about not going down this hill. Yeah, we did. We, like, <laughs> we, like, maybe we shouldn't. This is kind yeah, of van, scary. We definitely stopped the van and contemplated. Dude, like, it was driving it was way. it was the scariest degree angle I've ever seen. I, I'm I'm not saying that conversation didn't happen. It definitely did. But what I remember specifically was as we're going down the hill. You freaking the <laughs> oh fuck! My God. We were I all high bad. as fuck. I, I, we I think it so was high. like like a whole build up to this, like you know what I'm saying, like, and it was the last thing to just get the fuck out of. Do you this remember place. the mantra you were repeating? I don't remember the mantra because I I had uh, I put headphones <laughs> on and I started listening to thrice. You kept saying. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I definitely at that moment I was like, if I'm not dead yet, this is gonna kill me for sure. I, dude, I was like, I I straight up had I was done. Like I was <laughs> shot, and like I was so fucking scared of this. Like I I'm not like like I go on roller coasters and shit. I'm not super heights or a crazy guy, but I was fucking. Freaking the out. The combination about this hill. of adrenaline, yeah. fear factor, highness, yeah. to and be the leaving hill. that on yeah. such a high, right. like fuck, we got out of there, and then that road. <laughs> I, I was, I was about to be like, bro, let me slide down my butt on this. So, <laughs> so, so as we're here towards the end of the story and the craziness, what 
do you take away from that night? Uh, I have no idea. It makes me miss Steve-O a lot. Yeah. Yeah, for um, sure. You should definitely look into um, the area of, of a place you're going before you go there. That's <laughs> a huge thing. <laughs> don't write stupid shit yeah, that's on your want. fucking van. Justin, what do you take away? Connecticut should sell beer on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I always, whenever I think about it and I take away from it, I say, in the time, it was the worst of times. And now that I'm able to look back on it, it's the, probably the coolest experience oh, I've ever had. the best. It's the best. Holmes, so you, you, you got nothing, Holmes? That's all you take away? I mean... When you come when you come so close to death, you appreciate life more. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, I've I've told this story now to people in my life a hundred and fifty times, and I'm glad that it's recorded somewhere. Yeah, and it's out there because uh, it was a very very crazy night, very crazy day, and it was impactful on my life. Oh yeah, definitely got to be my best memory from that band, <laughs> probably. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, how, a bad, lot of how sad is that? Uh, but yeah, probably <laughs> for me too. But uh, no, it was the, the thing. Like I said in the beginning, the thing that gets lost is how much fun we had right up until the craziness. Like, yeah, yeah. so much fun. Yeah, even the craziness was kind of fun. I have <sighs> to say, the only genuine in all of that mess, the worst part for me was the hill. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to die. I'm yeah, going to die. Like, the rest of it, like, my life had been threatened here in Mastic Beach by people a million times already. So even though that is very scary, it was a fear I was what, used to. What do you think would have happened had I not said anything to that guy? The same events would have played out? Or you think he would have yeah. went further? No, I think the same events would have played out. I think maybe he would have said something to scare us or or maybe he would have. But, but I, I think his goal was to scare the shit out of us i don't think his goal was to hurt us i don't think his goal actually. was to hurt us but i do think there was something to the that guy not being a normal person definitely yeah, yeah. because like, a normal person doesn't just hijack a van yeah. full of people because that's guys a could major have easily crime. called the cops oh it's a major it's never even, Kevin, oh never that was another thing when we if you guys remember there was a precinct on the corner yeah it was boarded up it was boarded up <laughs> It never even crossed my mind. Like when we were in the car, like oh, I said, my yeah. phone was ringing nonstop. I knew I had a phone in my pocket, but my only thought was like, I'm going to have to take physical action around this guy. So I'm bending this coat hanger <laughs> and I'm like going to like mafia style the guy. But I'm saying to myself, this is, if that happens, we all need to be wearing seatbelts. So I'm like motioning to him, like get your shit on, like blah, blah. And it would have been a nightmare had I actually done that. So I'm trying to reason with this guy. Like, after I say, what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, dude, you know you have to stop at some point, right? Like, yeah. I'm trying to talk to him, and he's not talking. He's just shaking yeah. violently. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this is... I'm going to kill this guy. I'm going to have to kill this it's guy. It's like that scene in Con Air when he's about to you take the plane yeah. down. Buckle up. You <laughs> have a weapon, too. I don't you remember something. what I had, dude. I can't remember what it was. You had something. Snow scraper? No, it was something so stupid. It definitely wasn't a weapon. It was definitely like a household item. And, <laughs> but we were Can't ready. Remember. We were ready for this fucking guy. This wine guy was opener. going down. Yeah, wine opener. Uh, but no, that's uh, for the most part, that's our story. Uh, I think so, yeah. That's our, that's our story. And uh, where, where are we at, John? Did we 58 do? minutes. 58 minutes. 58 minutes. Yes. What do you want to do? You want to move on or you want to end it? Uh, it's up to you guys. Uh, I think I think uh, we did pretty good. Yeah, I think we did great. I think we did good. Um, I would like to say 
that if you are from Connecticut or Waterbury if, specifically. Yeah, if you're from Waterbury, Connecticut, and you know the area that we're talking about, and this is blowing your fucking mind, or you are one of the people involved in the story with us. Email us. Email us. Yes. Yes. Please. Poor, Poor Timing, timing Podcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Instagram at Poor, Poor Timing, timing Podcast. Um, are you guys going to do it in unison every time? I mean, that's how good we're getting at fucking broadcasting. You guys, you guys know each other. If you two know each other's body, you know each other's I know, minds. I know yes. Vegas mind. For sure. I know his voice. Yeah. And that's you harmonized this whole thing it. Beautiful so mind. That was great. Poor uh, timing.